0: You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? What the prime time, Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This house is clean. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. you <laughs> Pain. All right, welcome everybody to day twenty-eight of Eddie's thirty-one days of Halloween. That's right, Halloween is only three days away. So exciting! I wonder what everybody is doing for Halloween. I know this weekend I'm doing some pretty cool things uh, for Halloween. I think I'm going to Salem, Mass on Devil's Night. And uh, possibly the movies on Halloween night. Who knows? The uh, possibilities are endless. That's what they say. But anyways, uh, every once in a, in a while I like to check out a monster movie or at least the universal Monster films. I like to check them out. I haven't seen all of them, to be honest. And uh, today we are checking out one that features both legends of Universal Films, which is Bella Lugosi, as you guys know, as all Dracula, and Boris Karloff, who apparently just won his Karloff for this film. Uh, who played Frankenstein. So both films came out in 1931, Frankenstein and Dracula, their respective films. And uh, they teamed up, even though I think their history is not very good with each other, at least that's what the film Ed Wood would have you believe. Uh, But nonetheless, they teamed up for this 1935 film called The Raven. (laughs) to do something. You've got to save my daughter's life. Dr. Volin. can we get Dr. Volin? You're the one chance she's got. A month ago, I didn't know you. Now I owe my life to you. You mustn't see her again. Death is my talisman, Mr. Chapman. I want you should change my face. I can do it. Maybe if a man looks ugly, he does ugly things. You are saying something profound. A man with a face so hideously ugly. And please try to remember, should anything happen to me, you remain the hideous monster that you are. The doctor is fascinated by death pain and how much pain a man can endure. Well, I do agree with him that Dr. Valen is a little mad. I tell you, it's dangerous to be under this man's roof. <laughs> you will never be separated never <laughs> all right there you go so in this film bella lagosi plays this uh this surgeon named dr richard volin and apparently he's obsessed with Edgar Allan Poe and he's obsessed with torture devices and whatnot. But apparently he's supposed to be like one of the best surgeons or something like that of that nature. And in this film, Gene Thatcher, who's played by Irene Ware, gets into a car accident. And she's I don't know if she's she's on the cusp of death. And her boyfriend Jerry Halden, who was a doctor Played by Lester Matthews, and her father, Judge Thatcher, played by Samuel S. Hines, uh, basically beg Lugosi's character to work on her. Like you're the only you're the only hope, you know, yada yada yada, all that stuff. He eventually agrees after saying no so many times, and he saves her, basically. So then the movie moves on a month later and she's basically fully recovered and he has fallen in love with her and she kind of has a little tiny bit of a crush developing on him too, even though she's engaged to Dr. Jerry Halden. So Judge Thatcher believes that it's a better idea if they don't see each other. Obviously, Lugosi's character, Dr. Valen, not very happy about that, and he swears revenge. While well, knocking on his doorstep is Edmund Bateman, and Edmund Bateman is played by Boris Karloff. So Bateman is apparently a convicted killer, right? Or at least he's he's somebody that's on the run, and he's been told that Dr. Valen is the guy to go see. And basically what he wants is he wants Vaughn to change his appearance because he believes, because he's so ugly, people just always believe he's going to do ugly things, which triggers off something in Lugosi's mind as part of his revenge plot. So Lugosi agrees and he says, okay, don't worry, Bateman, I'll fix your face. And he does the exact opposite. He kind of really messes up his face. And he does it as collateral in a way because it's kind of like, oh, you want your face fixed? Well, you're going to have to do this for me. So they get everybody in the house, you know, uh, Gene, Dr. Jerry Hall, Judge Thatcher, uh, as well as some other guests like Colonel Grant, uh, his girl, uh, Mary Burns, you know, and whatever, whatever else. Uh, they come to the house. And they're all going to stay there, but that's all part of Dr. Volant's plans because he's going to get rid of Judge Thatcher and he's going to get rid of Halden and, and, and Gene Thatcher for good because torturing them is enough to get rid of his torture, which is the torture of not having love, apparently. So essentially, the film really doesn't have anything to do with Edgar Allan Poe's story, The Raven. It's only this guy is so obsessed with Edgar Allan Poe. Like, he's got the pit and the pendulum torture device in his basement. He's got so many things. And he apparently, The Raven, is kind of like his. you know, some of us might sit there and say, "Oh, it's a you know, they're like like oh, my, my my spirit animal is a wolf, you know, or whatever." Like apparently, that's his that's his thing is the raven, because the raven represents death, and he has a fascination with death. So that is the connection to Edgar Allan Poe's uh, amazing story from way back in the day. So, as far as the film is concerned. Superb acting from everybody, everybody. Even Lagosi, you know, his accents, his his Hungarian accents, a little tough to get through sometimes, but he does a terrific job. He does a bang up job. I got to admit, you know, really, really good, and uh, couldn't complain. You know what I mean? And then Karloff was amazing, as as usual. Um, I thought, you know, Lester Matthews, Irene Ware, Samuel Hines, even, you know, some of the other guys like Ian Wolf who was in it, uh, Inez Courtney, you know, Medell Turner, all did terrific jobs. They all did their thing. They did their parts, you know what I mean, and, and they played it very well. So this is actually a very good film. Um, and you got to understand going into this, right, where technology was back in 1935 think about it that's
1: you know in, in, in another
0: three years it's 90 years ago so this film is about 80 something years old right so special effects makeup isn't quite like what it is today right and if you watch cursed films You'll learn that, you know, when they did The Wizard of Oz, which was almost around the same time, a lot of times they were experimenting with with different kinds of things to create certain special effects, and a lot of them ended up being bad for, for, for a lot of the actors. But nonetheless, you got to understand that going in, that the special effects makeup is not going to be what it is today. With that being said, Carlos' face is a little is a little comical because it just looks like uh, part of it is really good. You know, the part where it looks like his face is kind of shriveled up and scarred on one side, but the eyeball is kind of what bothers me, uh, just because it it looks looks awful, looks like a piece of paper with an eyeball drawn on it. Um, put over his eye. You know what I mean. So, but I mean, again, you gotta understand where special effects makeup was at this point. You know what I mean at that time. And not everybody's Lon Chaney. I mean, let's be honest, the man of a thousand faces. You know that guy would pull off anything, just about anything. So, knowing that, if you can get past that very idea and that very fact and you should be fine watching this film. It's excellent, excellent movie. Um I love Lugosi. I love Karloff. I love everything they've done. I love watching all those old monster movies. There's there's just nothing like it. You know what I mean? Just nothing like it. So yeah, you know the story's great in a way. Um I think it moves along pretty well. I mean, the film is only one hour and one minute. So, I mean, it's not like you're spending a, a whole shitload of time. Uh, so it's, it's a an e- nice and easy film to digest. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't really have anything else to kind of say about this film. Other than if you have Peacock, the film is available right now on Peacock in the horror Halloween collections um, that they have going on the Universal Collection, and you can check it out there as well as all the other Universal monster films, which uh, I'm trying to remember all the ones I've seen already. You know, I was trying to navigate, but then I saw Lugosi and I saw The Raven and I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. This is what I'm going to watch for today. So there you go. All right. You guys should definitely, definitely check this out. I think it's, it's well worth it. Um... Yeah, that's gonna be it. I'm giving this movie an A minus for a final grade. That's right, an A minus. Check it out right now on Peacock if you want. As always, remember go to moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com if you want to find uh, and check out some of the old articles from past years. You'll find like you'll find Werewolf of London. You'll find The Wolfman, You'll find Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. You'll find all those articles there. Uh remember there's 11 this is the 11th year that I've done this um and I love it. I do it every year. 11 years now. It's it's horror is my life. And another thing, you got to check out uh, there's a new series that's hosted by Piggy D. If I could remember the name, I believe it's Monsters and and Metal. Um uh, it's from Gibson TV. It's very good. This current episode they have Features Kirk Hammett, who is literally the patron saint of horror in the metal world. That guy is amazing. I've seen his display uh, in at the Peabody Museum in Salem. Excellent. If you love all the old monster films and stuff like that, he's got so much amazing stuff. I mean, if you get a chance to ever see it, make sure you see it. Uh, but other than that, that's pretty much it. All right, I will see you guys all tomorrow.